do, I think that we should begin a very special episode of the Enemy Slime podcast. Episode number, oh shit, I didn't pull out my book, so I don't know. Uh, 193, the the sexiest of numbers. Uh, I'm your usual host, Jared, and today I'm joined by Mr. Doug Wilson. They call me Dr. Dickenstein. Dr. Dickenstein. (laughs) Uh, And I also have Mr. Michael Mahoney. Real happy to be here, but also real sad that I don't have any Bitcoin. So now would be a good time to have some Bitcoin, wouldn't it? Right. Boy, uh, what's it? What's it valued at right now? Over ten thousand now. It looks like. Is it? Is it really? It was seven thousand yep. like a week ago. I know. Yeah, you're right. Ten thousand three hundred ninety nine. Fuck. Makes us all feel like a bunch of stupid assholes. Yeah, I'm an idiot. In hindsight. But where's Doge everything coin leading at? up? What's that? Where's Dogecoin at? <laughs> Great Let's question. See. One that I often ask myself. Maybe maybe Dogecoin's the thing to get on board. Not looking good. Oh no, Dogecoin, no. Wait, this is valued in Bitcoin, so value at... Oh wait, uh, less than a penny. No, Dogecoin, no. Boo! That's sad. But then again, a couple of years ago, here I was scoffing at Bitcoin, so maybe we should get some Dogecoin. I mean, it's never a bad idea to take your money and turn it into fake money. Apparently not. <laughs> but hey, we're not here to talk uh, about we're not here to talk about money on the yeah. Time podcast. We're uh, talking about the only reason to have any money. Oh, there you go. Uh, we we had talked it over and decided that given our proximity to the end of the year. There's not a lot coming out. Almost Christmas, after all. Most most of what's out is out. Uh, and so I don't think any of us have played anything new in the last few weeks. Uh, and so as a result, our, we, we turned to our old document uh, that has a list of, of suggested topics for the podcast and closed our eyes and pointed at it. And the one that we came up with was sex in video yeah. games. Um, sex cast. So this is a podcast that's going to be all about sex. So if you got a problem with sex, if you're one of those uptight, uh, uh, church-loving, namby-pambies, uh, this isn't going to be the podcast for you. This isn't your mama's podcast, as they would say. I question how they've st- stuck along this this long if they were <laughs> Christianly. Yeah, well, that's an interesting thought too. Uh, they, it's impressive to survive 192 episodes of us, but like really have a love for Jesus. Uh, they were just really hoping for another Sonic Spec script reading. Yeah, well, and even that I think probably towed the line or, or, or you know, caused caused some moral dilemmas. But uh, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure Jay's uh, Jay's script was he was anti God. <laughs> yeah, he he had something to say about it. Um, I thought that an appropriate place to start tonight then uh, might be to discuss... Uh, well, so, I, I mean, obviously you guys... When, when I say sex in video games, I'm sure you guys have things that pop in. sex, yes. And, um, yeah, nobody needed you to clarify that, but now I'm suspicious because you have. Um, but, I just want everybody to know. Yeah, I mean, everyone here is an expert, uh, for sure. And so that's yeah, what, I've that's had, I've had tons of sex. That's I why know what sex is. That's why we're so hundreds qualified. of sexes. 
That's why we're so qualified to have this discussion. All the ladies are like, man, you're so good at sex. And I'm like, yeah, I am, baby. So let me just ask this. I've prepared kind of a direction for our conversation to head. But before we get there, when I say sex in video games, what is, without even thinking about it, what is the first game that comes to mind? Because I think there's only really one. Custer's beat him, he ate him. <laughs> that's, that's two games. Wait, isn't it? Yeah. It's Custer's oh, yeah. Revenge and beat him and eat him. Don't worry, I have that on my document here for us to discuss, so we'll get there. Um, I think that's probably where my mind goes to as well, the really, uh, the really bizarre Atari games. Because I just immediately think Mass Effect. I think Bioware. Like it's Well... And maybe that's just because that's like the current uh, trend with it. Um, but they're a company very concerned with sex, and they, they feature a lot of stuff on their uh, in their games, re- revolving around it, of course. So... In the original Mass Effect or the original Dragon Age, you could have just a little bit of sex. And back then it seemed like it seemed like fun titillation. Now, I don't even know what they're doing is even sex anymore. I mean, it's definitely sex. It's weird, weird sex, but <laughs> it's hipster sex. It's almost just like having sex with mannequins, though. Kind of. Um, like the whole cast shows up and takes their clothes off and they're like, hey, writer, which piece would you like? Well, it feels more uh, important. Uh, like, like being in a relationship feels more important in in those games than it was in the first one. Like, it was just right. like, it was just something you could do, uh, or or maybe even I should just say something that would happen, like you know something that occurred. Um, but but now there's like you're actually like deciding early on like which one you're gonna go for and how you're gonna do it. And like I even restarted Mass Effect three because I fucked up my romance option. No, who were you after? Uh, I preferred the racist. Space racist. <laughs> I, I preferred the space racist. Uh, I'm not proud. Nice. Of, I'm not proud of it. But she was. She was uh, my pick in Mass Effect One, and I'm loyal. You know. Hey, that means something. These hoes ain't loyal, but I'm she, loyal. She was my pick in Mass Effect One, but uh, she, be, she, she just be, was annoying in Three. She it became like, a more horrible person. There's no doubt. Um, well, that's more with her awful writing. It's like she she saw the errors her way and is in the first one. Then she's just like, I'm going to go back to being racist. <laughs> yeah, I'm a racist. But anyway, we'll circle back to Mass Effect. Uh, but I feel like it's kind of uh, the game that's exploring sex right now. Uh, but let's go back in time for, before we go too far here and uh, take take us way back. Like I'm talking clear back to the 1980s. Uh, because sex in video games, it's been around a lot longer than you might think. And uh, the very first game that I was able to find that seems to have any form of sexual content in it, uh, care to guess what year it was released? 1983. Earlier, actually. Ooh. 1980. 1981. So wow. Very close. Uh, People have been having sex for a long time. Um, They have... <laughs> Uh, so the very first game to feature sexual themes now i want to make sure i clarify this does not include sexual graphics because it is actually a text-based uh adventure game (laughs) and it's called uh it's called soft porn uh and this is what i thought was interesting i didn't know this it was published by a studio called online systems uh for the apple ii who is now ea no uh but no wait actually holy shit they might be owned by Wait, hang on. Who owns who owns them? Hold on. They I think they're independent still. 
Wow, good for them. Um, hang on, I really want to know this. Uh, Online Systems would eventually go on to become uh, a studio that you might know as Sierra Games. Really? The creators of King's Quest. Uh, and actually, Soft Porn, I don't, I don't think they're owned by anyone right now. It doesn't look like... Um, oh, wait, Parent, CUC, uh, Vivendi, so Activision uh, owns them currently. So uh, anyway, the uh, <laughs> the the <laughs> ooh, that's pretty good. Michael has included a picture of Nintendo pinup playing cards from nineteen. Hey, that was me. Yeah, that was Doug. Oh, I thought Michael sent that. No, I am not nowhere near as uh, resourceful. That's a Nintendo good Nintendo. That's a good at find. Cutting too. edge. That's a good find. Oh man, these are explicit. Yeah, there's booby. There's booby for sure. Man, Nintendo, you guys are crazy. And now they just make video games. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. Uh, here's some interesting facts, though. Uh, a, uh, the soft porn adventure was developed by uh, Online Studios, which at the time was owned by Roberta Williams and her husband. Uh, in fact, the cover for the game, which features three naked women in a hot tub with a waiter, uh, was photographed in Roberta Williams's hot tub. <laughs> Uh, as well as uh, the all the advertising and, and promo stuff, they just like took pictures in their house, basically. Um, here's, nice. Here's an interesting fact about it: uh, the game was pirated really heavily, uh, and even even in spite of being pirated so heavily, it still sold twenty five thousand copies. Which it is estimated that that is actually that makes up about twenty five percent of the number of Apple IIs being sold that year. <laughs> So a quarter of all the people who owned Apple IIs in 1981 also owned the Soft Porn Adventure. Also paid for Soft Porn Adventure. Right. It sounds like everybody had it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's, let's just take a step back, though, to actually before any of us were ever born. This seems silly, but it was hard to find titillation back then. It wasn't available in every facet of life like it is now. Uh-huh. You had to go to a store and, and a, a special store, get the magazine behind the counter, and they shamed you when you bought it. So I, yeah. I was actually you talking. You called 900 numbers for nine ninety nine a minute just to have some dude with a husky voice tell you that you're sexy. I was, I was talking to someone about this uh, just earlier this week, and I had mentioned uh, a male chastity device, which if you have never seen one before, it's basically a cage that goes around a penis. Uh, to stop anyone from touching it. <laughs> and, we know um, what a male chastity device is. Hey, heard. I don't know. You never know. Um, we work on a website that's exclusively about male chastity devices. But I was I was thinking about this, and I noticed when I went to find a picture of one so I could show uh, this, this person <laughs> a male chastity device, the image I found came from Amazon, and I clicked on the listing, and it is available on Amazon Prime. So if you live in Seattle, in an hour you could have a male chastity device delivered to you by a drone. Um, if your grandfather wanted to put a cage on his penis, he had to weld it himself. <laughs> he probably had to make it out of wood in the shop. So, I mean, you know, just what a time to be alive. Uh, I think it's, I think it's pretty amazing. Um, do you guys want to want to hear a snippet of uh, of soft porn adventure? A little bit of text from it. God, God so yes. badly. 
Uh, a lot of the let me, if you let look me get at, the loop. If you look at screenshots of it, a lot of these are just uh, people trying to play the game. Uh, so this is this is one of those old games where you type like "go west," you know, or "move up." Or, <laughs> so it, it plays it plays very similarly to like Zork. Uh, a similarly erotic game. Uh, here's a, a screenshot. He says, what shall I do? And they typed, wear condom. And it says, I don't know what a condom is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here's what's weird, though. They, they, Oh, I'm sorry. So he says, I'm in a hooker's bedroom. Items in sight are a funky hooker. Uh, other areas are north and down. Anyway, he says, wear condom. He says, I don't know what a condom is. He says, uh, wear rubber. And he says, it tickles. So wear rubber works. Um, Makes sense. And then he says, what shall I do? And he says, fuck hooker. And he says, it's a good thing I was wearing that rubber. She was okay, but really, can't you do better than this? The score is now one out of a possible three. So you can score up to three <laughs> points. It, that's how sex works. Um, it's what, what score do you guys usually get during sex? I'm generally a two. Um, On a... What's, what score best represents uh, a strong desire for the person to stop? Probably a one. <laughs> Probably that one. If I've had a lot of artichoke, I can hit a three. Really? Yes. That's a lot of artichoke, though. I'm not familiar with this. What it gives you sexual powers? Um, no, it just gives me sexual powers. I have a fetish for artichoke, so ah, it just makes me rock hard. Uh, here's another one. I'm in a sleazy bar. Items in sight are the bartender, a button, and a curtain. Uh, I'm in a sleazy bar. Behind the bar sits a bartender. A sign hanging over him says beer $100, whiskey $100. So not the best <laughs> bar. Uh, or pl- maybe the best bar. The place isn't so furnished expensive. too well. A curtain hangs on one wall. Next to the curtain is a button. A fan whirls slowly overhead, moving the stagnant air around. Uh, this is the top tier writing that we got. I'm turned on. It's not very erotic. I mean, you can fuck the hooker. Speak but for yourself. I wonder if you fuck the hooker without the rubber if you die. <laughs> I mean, not right away. But anyway, uh, that that's that's our first foray into erotic video game material. Um, now, the next year, in 1982, Japan decides to get in on the act. And weirdly enough, the game was also spearheaded by a husband and wife team. Uh, this is Koei, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think it's is it is it Yoichi? Uh, y o i c h i Yoichi. Yeah, Yoichi. Yoichi. Aikawa. Aikawa. Yeah. I think it's Yojimbo. Uh, released the first erotic computer game with sexually explicit graphics. This game was Ooh. called Nightlife, uh, and was released for the NEC PC eighty eight oh one, which I'm sure everybody had. Arikawa. There we go. Uh, the nightlife was uh, marketed as a, a. So this is what's interesting. It was marketed as an aid for the sex life of couples. Uh, so almost marketed more like a Kama Sutra than a video game or or masturbation tool. Um, it included such features as a schedule to determine a woman's period and a catalog of possible sexual positions with artwork consisting of black and white outlines. Turns me on. The all-important woman's period calculator. I have an app on my phone for that. Yeah, as as we all do. Everybody knows, and this is true, ladies, so ask the nearest man if he has an app that calculates periods. He does. 
I just do it for my coworkers so I know when they're going to be bitchy. Yeah, what else? We have phones. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point. Um, anyway. So it's interesting if you look at uh, nightlife, none of these positions are very inventive, at least that I've seen. Like, if you need this much help, maybe you should just not be having sex. Uh, yeah, it was I mean, made by a Japanese couple, so I'm sure they don't have a lot of high highfalutin sex. Well, again, this is how the game was marketed, not necessarily what it was for, right? Like, if you walk into a smoke shop and you ask them for uh, a bong, for example, they won't sell you a bong, but they will sell you a water pipe. One tobacco bong, please. Right, exactly. A water pipe to smoke your tobacco out of. Um, so I think this is probably the same thing where they wanted you to use these crude drawings and they are crude. Make no mistake. (laughs) I mean, I'm still enjoying them, but I have to use my imagination more than anything. I mean, you really can't do that anymore. He's really got her (laughs) bent over that nightstand. That's another thing is you definitely had to have an imagination to make some of these sexy back then. Yeah, that's uh, I I would argue that uh, even today um, you still would probably need quite the imagination to find a video game like truly sexy. But hey, we can we can explore that subject as we as we go here. Uh, But come with me further uh, into just just slightly later in 1982 uh perhaps the the one of the most famous uh companies mystique who uh made unlicensed atari titles uh they they released three unlicensed games for the atari uh notably beat 'em and eat 'em uh custer's revenge and bachelor party uh bachelor party is a a, a breakout clone so it it's it's like the brick game where you're hitting the ball into the the group of bricks uh, except all of the bricks are naked women, and the ball is a man. Uh, and the story the story of the game is he's a, a swinging bachelor who's out for one last hurrah. Nice. Sounds sexy as hell. Uh, the real star here is, of course, Custer's Revenge. Um, but let's talk about Beat 'em and Eat 'em first. Uh, you guys know the premise for this one, right? You're the guy jacking off on top of a building... While women try and catch it in their mouths. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, tales man- all this time. The manual specifically says, and we've talked about this game on the podcast before. I think the manual specifically requests uh, that you do this so that uh, you can get pregnant with the man's baby, uh, because the man could be a famous doctor or lawyer, and you will get uh, alimony money. Um, why? That's how that's how it works now. Here's a here's a quick yeah. just a quick question for you guys. If you saw a man masturbating on the roof of a building, <laughs> would your brain immediately go to that might be a doctor or lawyer? No, no. Jared. It's the but father I, of a doctor or a lawyer. We're not women. <laughs> yeah, okay. That, well, that too. That's true. I can't argue Doug with that. Doug has correctly identified us as non-women. If if we had a woman on the podcast, we could ask her, and she'd probably be like, "Yeah, it might be a doctor or a lawyer." So I'm going to go uh, go get some of that. Uh, this game has a point one rating uh, by the popular site Conservative Gamer. Uh, <laughs> nothing about beat 'em and eat 'em is acceptable. Not even close. Thankfully, the game is incredibly rare, likely due to its unlicensed status and the fact that many retailers refuse to stock the title. A seller on Amazon claims to have a copy. We at Conservative Gamer cannot recommend spending even one penny on this garbage. I don't what know. What kind of games does Conservative Gamer like? I actually, I can't tell if this is serious or a joke. I, 
Um, they gave Bioshock a ten. I'm a, I can figure. <laughs> I can figure out why. Uh, they gave Pitfall a point one. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre for Atari Twenty Six Hundred got a ten. Heavy Re- Heavy Rain got a three. I don't know. I don't know about this one. Uh, do you guys know the game <laughs> Ring King? No. No, I don't think I know this one. Uh, Break it down for us. It's a boxing game, but uh, when you're in between rounds, uh, you're you know how your coach like comes out or, or like the guy comes out and like cleans your face or whatever, and like mm-hmm. you know puts the ice on you. In Ring King, he comes out and sucks your dick. Wait, what? Yeah, wait, are you, you also wait. <laughs> so, is it two dudes? Here, I'll, I'll give you a picture. Um, I feel like this is this is not the Wikipedia entry I'm reading. Here, here's the I'm sending you the picture. It's Ring King. Are you sure he's not like massaging you and just the graphics are really bad with his mouth? I don't know if he's supposed to be sucking you off, but the internet has decided that he is sucking you off. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, that, that is what it looks like. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to construe that any other way. How come your the guy like your manager guy looks the exact same as you? Well, I only except, I only let except he's in overalls. That's that's my problem is I'm only attracted to men who look exactly like me, but in overalls. Are they twins or something, or like once they're a little brother? <laughs> Doug, I think these are questions that we're not going to be able to answer. Um. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, uh, this one's uh, 1987, so we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but I just had to mention Ring King because I saw a picture of it come up. Um, anyway, uh, and then of course Custer's Revenge, which is a game that you would literally be absolutely crucified for making today. Um, back then it was a fun novelty, but now uh, a game that is about raping Native American women really feels like a hard sell. I feel like there'd be someone on the internet who'd be willing to defend you pretty fiercely. That's probably true. There probably is someone out there who would who would be willing to defend Custer's Revenge uh, even today um, because the liberal cucks are always ruining everybody's good time. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it's... It's just locker room talk. Yes. As Custer would say. As old Custer would say. Uh, anyway, I, I don't, it's, it's a pretty infamous game, so I'm not sure that there's any real, uh, conversation or meaningful thing to, to discuss there. Um, so after this, uh, the, the scene goes uh, quiet with noteworthy titles for a little bit. There's, there's a couple here and there, but the real, uh, bombshell comes in 1986, uh, when online systems, who at this point has rebranded to Sierra, uh, asked uh, noteworthy game designer Al Lowe to create an adult game in the graphical adventure style made popular by their King's Quest series. Uh, Lowe actually, basically, he took the game Soft Porn Adventure that I was telling you about earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. He expanded upon it and then added a graphical interface to it. And uh, this game became known as Leisure Suit Larry. Uh, I think the first one, the full title was In the Land of the Lounge Lizards. I Have any of you even played a Leisure Suit Larry game? No. I haven't, no. 
I'm familiar with the concept, but um, we were one. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, True. but the game, the series has stood the test of time, uh, including one released in 2013, um, which I believe was a kickstarted remaster of the original uh, Leisure Suit Larry. But I mean, the these Sierra games are all basically like like you know reskins of just various like. Uh, the police quest is, is basically the same thing. It's just you know police skin. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, do the police have sex with each other? I don't think they have sex, but no. I was terrible at police quest. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I guess if not, I I actually I don't think I've played a Leisure Suit Larry either. So I guess there's nothing really major to say about it. Um. That's but, why you come to the Enemy Slam podcast for all these insightful. Uh, I guess we're not insights. as we're, we're not as perverted as I once thought. Um, these are just before our time. Once we get to the games say, we again, actually played, I was being born while people were playing this game. So here's one that you were born for. Uh, all right. And actually, maybe you can tell me how to pronounce this, Michael. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna link this. Uh, okay. I have no idea how to say this. Uh, but in 1992, a company called Elf released this game. Dokuse. Dokuse, uh, which is a... Uh, it's It's regarded as basically the first uh, dating simulator game. Uh, so there, the game features eroticism and sex scenes, but before you are allowed to view them, you must win the affection of your female uh, character of choice. Your waifu. Your waifu, yeah, as, as they say now. Uh, so if you're ever wondering where that downhill slide started, uh, it's right there, 1992. Uh, you can trace the evolution of the body pillow uh, clear back to this time. So I, These were something that I was pretty into in college for various disgusting reasons, but... I've, I don't know. I mean, I've it played them. Like... I've I've played one or two. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say that I never played a Japanese dating simulator. I mean, again, again, it was just you know, it was it was fun titillation, but they were amusing, or at least they used to be. Like, you get up into some, you get into some fucked up shit playing stuff like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, um, oh, I can't think of the the title of the one that I the one that I really remember spending a lot of time with, but. Uh, at some point, I know you bone a mermaid. Uh, like for sure. Did I send that to you? Mm, no, but it was. Uh, we may have discussed it. Um, hmm. I actually I remember uh, seeing it on something awful way back in the day. <laughs> um, I'll I'll find the title of it and and see what I can track down. But it, it was, sounds familiar. It was it was a mess of a game. The rescue of mermaids? Uh, no. Um, oh. And you know, actually, when you when you get to the mermaid, you uh, obviously there's a problem in the she's her bottom half is fish. Um, but oh, the, you got the bad kind of mermaid. The game still finds a way to make it work. That's that's all I'll say. <laughs> Um, so that's actually, that's where my timeline ends. The nineties are kind of an interesting time for sex and video games because basically the eighties were kind of like a freewheeling and dealing, like do what you want. Oh, what's that? The native Americans being raped by a, an American general. That's fine. Um, 
but then in the 90s we had uh you know a lot of the controversy that came with games like Mortal Kombat and the whole Sega and Nintendo uh kind of era and uh things really really scale back and don't really come back to life again until maybe even like 2000 um and that process is largely pioneered by Grand Theft Auto uh but I have a couple games that I that I wrote down that I thought were of note that we could talk about um, but if there's any that you guys want to insert as we as we go here, feel absolutely free. Um, uh, I'm just here for the ride. I think the most notorious one that comes to mind is is Grand Theft Auto uh, San Andreas. Hot coffee. Yep. Yeah, the Doug, hottest coffee. Doug picked up on it immediately. Uh, hot coffee was a mini game that was hidden in San Andreas. It was not accessible without using. Uh, I don't even think you could use cheats. I think you had to use like a Game Shark. You did have to, yeah, you couldn't just stumble upon it. So, you had to, like, so, yeah, you hack the game. You couldn't even, like, punch in a code or something. Like, you had to very deliberately uh, access it, uh, you know, against the rules here. But uh, it was on the disc. But, so this was a mini game that allowed you to, uh, it's CJ as uh, the main character. Uh, it allowed you to, uh, to basically uh, watch CJ simulate sex with, um, I think the women are fully clothed. I don't even think they're naked. I thought you he like had a boner. Like he had an erection. Maybe. There's a there's a a variety of positions that you get into. Uh the minigame uses the same controls as the dancing minigame. Uh <laughs> and funny enough, actually, I stopped playing San Andreas because of the dancing minigame. I was going to say, so I'm going to be as good at it as I was at sex. I kept failing the dance, and I, I hated how it made me drive to dance every time, and so I just finally quit. <laughs> um, so this caused a, a big stir uh, because like news agencies picked up on it, and this was a game where no child has any business playing a Grand Theft Auto game, um, but parents buy them anyway, and then they find out there's sex in it, and they're outraged. And... Uh, they actually wound up uh, reclassifying. I don't know if you guys remember this, but they wound up reclassifying uh, San Andreas as adults only mm-hmm. and uh, did a recall. It was literally pulled off store shelves and, until they could re-release uh, new copies. I was working in retail at the time when this happened, and people would come in all the time to and show up at the front desk with a copy of the original Grand Theft Auto 3. And I'd ask them, like, is this the one you mean to buy? And they'd always say, like, oh, no, I wanted it at San Andreas and have to take it back. Mm. So, and, and uh, interestingly enough, the uh, recall actually extended to consumers as well. So they encouraged uh, people who owned the game to send the game back to them so that they could be reissued a new one. Um, Gotta be can do a consumer recall of uh, a Grand Theft Auto game, but God forbid it's guns. No, good goodness, no. Uh, but Grand Theft Auto, we got that off the streets real quick. It was not even an issue. Uh, but and so interestingly enough, for a brief period of time, if you had a, a release copy of G- of San Andreas, uh, it kind of became like a collectible thing, and they were selling on eBay for like high amounts. Um, I think I, I think st- I have an original. I was just I, about I, to I'm, say I I have a launch copy of it. Uh, Sitting in a tub in my basement, but but I don't think it matters uh, because I, I believe that's died down. So I don't think you can actually get anything for it anymore. Oh, uh, but it is a, a limited version uh, that, that's out there. I don't know. Did you guys ever actually like see or experience it in any way whatsoever? No. Just on the internet. Yeah, 
So I mean, I've never I've never tried to play it, but I know I don't like the dancing. So that's going to be enough. My experience with sex in the Grand Theft Auto games is I'll like get a hooker once, but like that was neat, and then I just play the game like normal. Yeah, so let's not forget that uh, a year year or two earlier, Vice City had come out. Um, well, actually, and I think the original GTA let you do it too, where you could pick up the hooker and drive around the corner and, and the car starts rocking and money starts disappearing from your inventory. And there's like moaning, I think, in the background, and then she leaves and you kill her to get your money back. Yep, that's the thing you can do. And I remember my, my parents very specifically had an issue with, with that. They were like, Jared, don't kill the hookers. She provided a service. You I mean, let her leave with your was, money. It was basically, it was the cherry on top that, that really ruined the, the whole thing. <laughs> uh, some other noteworthy titles that I wrote down here. Uh, BMX XXX. I think we have to talk about that a little bit. Um, it was great. BMX XXX is interesting to me because it was the, I believe, the third game... Uh, from the studio uh, Z-Axis, and they were making Dave Mira freestyle BMX games, and they made two of them and were relatively successful with it, and then they decided to uh, make the third one, Dave Mira BMX XXX, which supposedly they say Dave Mira was on board for. Uh, Like, they told him about it, and he was like, yeah, that's a great idea. And then he apparently came back to them, like, months later and was like, I can't do it. When his high wore off, he's like, wait, what? Uh, And actually, it got to the point where uh, at one point, Dave Mira filed a lawsuit against Activision, claiming that he had never known about this. uh, And then eventually the suit got dropped. So, I mean... And this was when they were Activision? Yeah. It wasn't like another studio that has since been acquired? This was Activision's idea. Uh, So, Z-Axis basically went into a board meeting with Activision to talk about what they could do to uh, basically make Dave Mira Freestyle BMX3 uh, stand out. And someone threw out the joke in the board meeting. This is real. This is 100% what happened. Someone threw out a joke in the board meeting saying they could put strippers in the game, and it happened. Like, everyone laughed about it, and then someone looked at them, and they're like, but what if we really did it? I feel like there's no way that would happen these days. Oh, God, no. No, you'd be worse than Hitler. And you know what? I, I think that's a lie. I, I think that the BMX BMX three, the gameplay was 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 just not coming together, and so they just threw this in here to get sales. I mean, I, it, it is a it is almost entirely like a PR stunt. Because the game the game was just bad. Like it was not even as good as the first two. It was it was a horrible. I think on all accounts. So this is one where I have actually played it. Um, it's not great. Uh, it's not terrible. Really? It's not terrible. The other two are relatively competent. Uh, they they play in a fashion very similar to like a Tony Hawk game. Um, so did they, would you say the gameplay regressed? No, I think it's I think it's just on par. Um, it just also happens to have strippers in it who will undress for you. Uh, kind of a weird thing. The game was censored on the PlayStation, uh, but not on the GameCube. That's hmm. weird. That's super weird. Isn't considering that, Nintendo's pretty isn't that kind of an odd switch yeah well so Nintendo was at a, with the GameCube they were at a place where they were really fighting like a family friendly image and sales maybe weren't going so well for them and so they were open more open to the idea at the time of allowing uh, a more adult game on the console even though it went against their normal you know kind of functionality so maybe, maybe they just figured nobody would play it and they'd be okay they were not wrong 
not a lot of people bought BMX XXX. I, I will say, up till this point, I'm kind of on board with all these eroticized video games because I reiterate, you didn't have so many choices when you wanted to get like your fun little thrill. But around this time, most of us had access to the internet, so we really didn't need to combine our video games with our pornography anymore. At this time, you probably could get DSL with relative frequency. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were getting, we were downloading those 10-second porno clips pretty fast. There's a screenshot of BMX XXX, and it's like a really famous one. I remember seeing it in EGM, and uh, every time I see it, I laugh. And there, there it is. Uh, I never get tired of it. It just, it, it really encapsulates everything, uh, everything about it. Yep, that's the female form, all right. It's just, it's just fantastic. Um, all right, what's next? Uh, I have at least two more on here that I think are noteworthy games. Uh, one is Second Life, uh, which I'm just going to uh, be blunt about this. If you play Second Life, it's because you're a pervert. Um, it's And a gross degenerate kind, not like a classy kind. It was not intended for sexual use, uh, but since release has pretty much been almost entirely hijacked by people who either want to be ponies or perhaps want to have sex with ponies. Or furries. Or furries, or whatever. If you can think of a weird fetish, you can find it on Second Life, without question. Um, Do they have penis cages? Yes. Oh, yes. I don't even need, I don't even need to look. I already know. Uh, anyway, kind of an interesting, uh, noteworthy title, I think, in, in the world of, of sexy video games. Um, on that level, uh, I would be remiss if I did not mention the guy game. Do you guys remember this one? Oh, I do. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people have forgotten about the guy game, but it was uh, it was basically like a quiz game. Uh, but after every question, they would edit in video footage uh, from they, they shot it during a spring break in uh, I don't know where it is. But the host basically asks the asks a question to a, a young girl. And uh, if she gets the answer right, she's good. But if she gets the answer wrong, she is forced to show her breasts. Again, not something that we can have today. So, so I, kind of along Michael's, Michael's train of thought, let's say we lived in a world where the internet just never, never came about. Do you think we would have like a subset of, of actual video games that are, are very much more sexually explicit? Because I mean, I think, it, I think with the advent of the internet, it killed these types of games completely for the most part. I mean, the guy... I mean, that was pretty much what 90s Japan was. Like gratuitous, really gratuitous games like, like BMX, XXX, and the guy game. Like they, they kind of started to pop up, but then everyone got the internet and you can just go and see whatever the fuck you want without a click of a button. It's interesting too, because like at its core... The guy game and BMX Triple X are actually kind of tame. Like they mostly just feature topless women. Well, I mean, yeah, they're tame, but mm. um, would it have evolved to be a lot less tame if we did not have access to the amount of pornography we have access to now? I don't know. That's tough to say because I think that there's a, I think that there's kind of an undescribable novelty about seeing nudity in a game that maybe you're not supposed to see, or or like on a platform where you wouldn't normally see nudity. It is more fun than just looking it up on the internet sometimes. Yeah, like especially when you're like earning it, if that makes sense. Um, right, like when a girl takes her breasts out in The Witcher, there's there's a giddy thrill to it that you just don't get when you get it from like PornTube. 
Yeah, but you know that you can just go to PornTube to do that, to do your business. But let's say you didn't have that option. At some point, you're going to have to use The Witcher. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, So in the guy game, uh, the more times you're able to... So you are just asked whether or not the girl got the question right or wrong. Uh, And then uh, as you go along the way, um, there's a a meter called the flashometer. And uh, at first, the uh, the breasts are obscured by the game's logo. Uh, that's called the soft and squishy level. Uh, but if you get enough questions mm. right, then they're digitally blurred. Uh, so just like pixelated, which is the sort of chubby level. And then mm-hmm. finally, if you get enough questions right in a row, you get to the super stiff level where everything is uncensored. The good stuff. Yeah, basically. <laughs> The, the, the stuff that everybody really wants to see. But the stomach. <laughs> That's you the, guys remember uh, Girls Gone Wild, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, if you've ever watched one of those, they're not very good. But back in like 1998, one of those videos came on at like, you know, 2 a.m. And it looked like a pretty good investment of money. You were glued to that commercial. Right. You were, I'm, I know just, I have done exactly that. We we just we weren't as inundated with like hardcore pornography as we are now. We were desperate people in a repressed, sexually oppressive society. I woke up once really late and watched watched that part of Titanic quite quite a bit. <laughs> do you, do you want to do you want to know what's funny? I bet the three of us could immediately identify the Girls Gone Wild theme song. I actually can't think of it in my head. Oh, I'm sure I'll recall it if someone. It's it was kind of like a like a steel drum like yep. island beat. Uh-huh. Yep, I, I do know that. It's steel yeah. drums. I'm not saying that you could like hum it or whistle it, but I'm saying if you just heard it in like a coffee shop, <laughs> you would immediately know that that's the Girls Gone Wild theme. In fact, we have a community radio at my office, and I am putting this on the community <laughs> uh, radio because it is a completely harmless song. But right? as soon as you hear this this tune. Jared, what? I guarantee the second you put that on the radio and, and they start hearing it, everyone's downstairs part is going to tingle just a little bit. I just I just found it and started playing it, so it's and nobody be... can accuse you of doing wrong or of, of wrongdoing because then they're also guilty. I I gotta find I gotta find who sung this and see if I can get it on the community radio. <laughs> it has to be possible. Oh man, it's going to be great. All right. Well, anyway, that's a that's a project for later. Um, so, uh, I think that's the last game that I wrote. Uh, the guy game was, was really controversial and, uh, I, I want to seg here into whatever games you guys would like to talk about. Cause I've, I've been a little controlling here. So I guess maybe here's a question that might spur some thought. Is there a game that you feel like handled sex? Well, I mean, I, I would, was there a sex scene in mass effect one? Yes, there was. It was very tame. I think it handled it pretty well because it wasn't like, you know, where the series evolved to. It was just like, oh, hey, I got to have sex. But it wasn't like, yeah, sex. You weren't driving the entire game just to get your your sex scene like you were in, say, Andromeda. It wasn't the first character that you met on your ship. (laughs) Right. It wasn't like that. I think that was handled pretty well. Um, What about The Witcher? Yeah, I was actually going to say The Witcher, not because it's super sexy, but 
It's uh, like I said, it's just kind of a it's fun titillation. And on top of that, it feels kind of appropriate for the world that they've put together. It's not always romantic. Oftentimes you're paying for it. It it just feels really in character with the game itself. I think two and three handled it well. I think the first one you just got sex cards, which really yeah, the first one made no sense. The first one was a very blatant like uh, I don't know if you played the original Michael, but you basically I didn't when know. you when you have sex with a woman, the screen fades to black, and then you get a trading card with a picture of her in a lewd pose. Nice. And was it even when you had sex with them? I thought it was just like you came across a, f- a female NPC and it's like, here's my card where my tits out. Well, you, you had to like you had to like uh, earn their favor to get the card, if I remember okay. correctly. Um, I don't know. I never finished The Witcher, but I got right at the end. I made it all the way to the end and then I got into a bug where the game just kept crashing no matter what I did. So I mean, when you take Trish to the bone zone, like it's artfully done. Well, actually, funny enough, that's what I was going to say, which is... I think the game is oddly tasteful. Um, yeah, it's not it's not raunchy, but having said that, it is like I, I don't know how to describe this, but it doesn't feel like it's there for smut's sake. Like it feels like it's there in service of like world building or or building the story, at least to some degree. Um, hey, look, the the Witcher likes to bone and that's just who he is well so like like conversely like dragon age for the most part like sex is in dragon age because at that point it's just expected and mandatory again the first dragon age i think was a little better at it although you you do have that weird we're boning with our underwear on sex scene but uh yeah um i'm i'm thinking more of inquisition oh yeah inquisition it's definitely just i mean it's pornography with a uh with an internet appropriate facade over it. Oh man. Yeah, the the Bioware games have devolved where it's just like not even It's just a virtual girlfriend simulator. Like or boyfriend simulator, whichever you prefer. They're, they're fan service really because they don't really serve to smooth the at this point I don't think they really serve the story anymore and haven't for a couple games now. Mm-hmm. But the fans have to have it. So they're honestly they're probably shackled to it. Right, that's the thing is it's it's something they can never get out from under. Uh, if if there's a change of guard at Bioware and like a new team comes on, it's just presumed that like you have to have a sex scene in it. Like there's there's nothing that they can do to escape that. Um, and the sooner that EA shutters Bioware, the better. I, I don't. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know I mean, what they don't make good so games long. anymore. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, why it's, not? They don't make good porn, so it's gonna shut them down. It's it's true. It's a bad time, and uh, I don't think that we would miss uh, Bioware really at all. Not um, anymore. I mean, I, no. I I miss them now. Like I miss them right now. Uh, but when they're gone, I think it'll be like it'll be like watching your grandmother on life support finally get the sweet release of death, and like you're sad. But you're happy but for her. It was her time. That's like Metal Gear Solid. We're sad it's gone, but we're also glad that it's out of its misery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jared, uh, you can Metal cut Gear this. Survive comes out. You can cut this part out of the podcast. But I, I going back to like that Battlefront <laughs> oh conversation. You, I'm so still so surprised by how many people still want Bioware to take over Star Wars. It I mean, floors me. No, I won't. I, I won't. I won't cut it out. We can say that uh, while we while we talk shit on on Bioware. Yeah. Um, I don't trust them even a little bit. No, they they will completely ruin. Like they don't make good games anymore. 
it's it's over. The magic is gone. Some people have suggested Obsidian uh, because of their involvement in Knights of the Old Republic 2. That would be fine. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure. But you're right. Bioware shouldn't be the ones to do it. Um, and definitely not going to be... I mean, be like anyone, anyone who made that a success is long gone by now. Well, and just as we were saying, there's the mandatory sex thing now, which you can't do right. in Star Wars. No one's ever had sex in Star Wars. Ever. Wait, ever. is that is that true? Now that I'm thinking yeah. back to it, no one's ever had sex. It's implied. Kylo Ren just sprang forth from the earth from <laughs> Metaclorian. I mean, it's implied that people had sex, but I don't think there's ever been anything more than a kiss in Star Wars, right? The the sexiest part of Star Wars was Leia in that bikini. Nah, that's mm-hmm. true. I mean, and 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 the midriff on uh, Padme when the cat monster swipes at her. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know what's funny is I remember like, I remember that specifically being a topic of conversation when episode two came out, like amongst my friends being like, man, did you see that part? Her, her stomach's pretty sexy. That's a good stomach. I mean, Natalie Portman's it, cute, so I mean, I, I, I'm sure I've had that conversation. It just It, it seems odd. Um, Back when my idiot kid brain thought those movies were good. Well, and, you know, back when you'd like, you know, look at an ad in a magazine longer than you should because it stirred something deep inside you. Again, this is all we had back then. Yeah, it's true. There was nothing else take, that we could do about take it. Take what we can get. I, I want to go back to The Witcher. Okay. What what uh, what do you have to add about The Witcher? Triss or Mary or Yennefer? Uh, I'm pretty much on board with Triss. Yeah, I'm a Triss Triss guy. I uh, I went with Yennefer when I played The Witcher three, but uh, after I was done, my heart of hearts said I really should have gone with Triss. What about Kira Metz? Uh, I did her. I don't even. But know. I also let her get impaled. I don't even know who that is. Kira is that Witcher three? Yeah, yeah. Oh. She had a side quest. I probably didn't get that far. A sexy side quest. She's she's blonde. So they've got blonde, redhead, and black. Haired, not not black. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't recognize this girl. Um but you can let her die, I guess. I did. Oh, that's too bad. She looks funny. There's something weird about her face. It's the rosacea on her cheeks. Yeah, she does have uh oddly rosy cheeks. Witcher don't discriminate. Yeah, I don't know. Uh I I mean we're again we're talking about the body parts of the game, but uh like they're really good games, and I think the the sex makes it it adds an adult level to the games where it's not necessarily like lewd. It just makes it feel like a more complete adult story. It's well, yeah, a it's it, a cherry adults have sex, right? Like the Witcher's gonna go out and he talks. He hand, you know hangs out with all these ladies. At some point, he's gonna want to bone one of them, and they want to bone him. I think it's a test. Yeah. I think it's a testament that there's a character that you can have sex with in The Witcher Three, who I didn't know existed. Um, whereas when I play a Bioware game, like when I start, I know who all the romantic partners are, <laughs> because there's been like conversation of it on the internet. I didn't even know that Kira Metz was a person. I didn't think you could have sex when I first met her, but then I was like, oh hey, I got that option. Yeah, and you're like, ah, here we go. Let's do it. Say that's a spicy meatball. That was the dialogue option I chose. 
So in that regard, uh, top tier video game sexual partners, who do you pick? Who are like a, who are the greats? Who are the ones that are going to go down in history? The greats. I Tris Tris is, is pretty good for me. Tris yeah. and uh, Miranda was pretty good. Miranda Lawson. Yeah. Okay. All right. In two. Yeah, in two. Well, I guess because uh, I don't even think can you do anything with her in three? Uh, I don't think so. I don't not not sexually. She has a really small bit part in the game. Yeah, I remember her showing up on like a hologram to be like, "Look out, Shepard." There's a gun behind you. There's a Bye, guy, there's, there's my a cameo. Man with a gun. Um, yeah, I can't think of uh, anybody else. Uh, Mass Effect. Morgan in Dragon Age was... Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it was, you know, it was pretty dirty. Especially when, you know, she enticed you to make an evil baby with her. Uh, I picked the other one. Who's the other one in Dragon Age? Um, Leliana. Leliana, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was, was fine, too. Anna, her. It was really easy. I, I played Dragon Age as a pretty mean person, though, and so I, Liliana was always upset with me. Uh, it's a miracle yeah. that I, it's a miracle I pulled it off at all. Um, in fact, I, I lost my ability to be a blood mage because I guess if she's with you when you do it, she'll like leave um, because she gets that upset about it. What a pansy! I know, right? Um, if we're if we're mining for Mass Effect, I'm going to submit Jack. Yeah. To- I definitely, uh, I definitely saved and 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 uh, did that sex scene and then unsaved. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want right, to, didn't want to keep that one in there permanently. But, no, I don't want to. She wasn't my main choice, but yeah, she was. She I'm was sure really she, annoying. Like, like Morgan, she probably does dirty stuff. Yeah, that's probably true. She puts a finger in your butt. <laughs> uh, who's the who's the gay character in three? Um, or there's more than one, isn't there? The oh, um, Diaz or yeah, yeah, it's Freddie Prince Jr. And like, was he gay or was I? I thought he was. No, he's he's gay. And like your second conversation with him, he like lets you know, like he doesn't waste any time. He's you. You basically meet him, and he's like, oh, by the way, if you want a bone, like I'm into that. He should have been like, hey, swipe right on Space Grinder. <laughs> and I think I think what's off-putting about it, and this is this is the case with any romance option, gay or straight, in Mass Effect, is it just kind of like comes up whether you're looking for it or not. Like you don't have to explore the conversation tree in any way whatsoever. A lot of the times they're just like turning around and sticking their ass up into the air for you. Yeah, it it kind of comes across like that. Shepard, the Reapers are coming, but first, suck my dick. Hey, you know, we all might die here, and it ain't gay if your impending death is on the horizon. So if you want to get down, <laughs> I think we should. Meet me in the space airlock, and we'll fuck. If you had sex with, like, Thane, is that gay? Was that an option? No, but I'm just thinking, oh. like, if you could. Or like, I mean, I guess... or, like, Garrus. I mean, he's not a male or female. He's a other thing. Yeah, seems like Garrus would tear you up inside. Yeah, that that bird that bird uh, penis. Yeah. I don't know how that works. He's all chitinous and yeah. yeah. I mean, nobody knows how any of anything works. You know, that's very interesting. Like, like you know, let's say humanity survives and we meet other species. Like, are we going to have hetero alienative sexual tendencies then? Think of the how, uh, think of the. How number... long is that acronym going to be now? I mean. <laughs> The one thing that I've learned is if man can have sex with it, man will have sex with it. 
Oh yeah, we're going to be boning them before we even decide if we're at peace with them. Yeah, other, other man will will look down on him for having sex with him. Yeah, so I don't <laughs> know. Too. I don't know about that. I mean, right now you look down on someone who like has sex with a horse, right? But is it, oh wait, it, would we look down on someone who has sex with a horse humanoid? Well, so yeah, I a mean, centaur, absolutely not. What if we go to the the planet Cromulon Four and it's filled with BoJack Horseman men? And we have sex with BoJack Horseman men. I mean, BoJack Horseman's a very loving open world where uh, there really are no lines between man and animal. I never thought about that until just now. There's got to be a really creepy BoJack Horseman <laughs> fan base subset. Uh, oh, yeah, of course there is. I really like the show, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Do you think the BoJack Horseman world has furries? Whoa! Like do like do other animals dress up as other animals what, as they, their fetish? Do they dress up like people, like skinnies? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't like thinking about this. Let's move on. <laughs> that lady's banging that golden retriever, right? Did you send a picture, <laughs> Mister Peanut no, Butter? No. Yeah, yeah. Bojack Horseman. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're married. Oh. And they have like deep emotional fights. Well, Wait, they're, they're married. See, this is this is the slippery slope that people were talking about <laughs> with gay marriage. I mean, they're not. They're not. I don't think they're married anymore. Bojack Horseman spoilers, by the way. Mm. So I'm sure everybody cared. Jumping back a little bit more on topic. I've never really tricked in any of the uh, Bioware male romance options. Like I'm not really doing a whole lot of dudes when I'm playing that game. But I can't really think. Are there any men for out there who are like even decent options? They uh, all seem like they kind of suck. Caden flips for you. Um, can you be gay in Mass well, I mean, Effect Two? Probably. I don't. I don't. Think I actually can't. get I a lot of accolades for that. Yeah, there's. Is, is, doesn't there Jacob? Any. Nope, Jacob. Really? Jacob doesn't. Uh, I just looked it up. There's no official huh. same-sex romance options in Mass Effect Two. Well, I was actually really just more talking about if you played as a lady and then. You know. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Um, well, I mean, yeah. Then I think that I think Jacob Taylor is a. Well, I think most. I think most people probably would have been gay. Uh, you know, that would have been with Garrus. Yeah, if you're if you're playing Fem Shep, I think you're romancing Garrus, right? Like, like, yeah, yeah. That's what I would do. It is unfortunate for the ladies that like the most titillating thing they can do is a horrible monster. <laughs> But he's got a good personality. He does. It really, it, it kind of, it goes back to the real important message, which is that, you know. He's got if, a deep soul. If someone's ugly and a man, you should give him a second chance. Yeah. Michelle Oars. Nudge, if, nudge. But if they're ugly and a woman, they should be sent off into the airlock. Yeah. Expelled from your communities and burned at the stake. Uh, but yeah, in Mass Effect 3, everybody... I Every think in most most Bioware games, the 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 human male like equivalent of the romance option is always just poor. Like Jacob's boring. Caden um, is not great. Caden sucks. In Andromeda, it's some other boring generic dude. Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. What about Javik? Javik. He's the Prothean. Yeah, but you got to pay money for him, so he doesn't count. 
Oh yeah, he had to. He was DLC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, what a stupid series. Who, who were the? I guess uh, Inquisition had the bull guy, but no, he was gay. <laughs> no, he'd do. But he'd do either or. Yeah, he, I guess he was. He was all right. I don't. He's an interesting uh, character. But he's I don't human. think anybody would really like see him as like an attractive romantic prospect. But the uh, the the Gray Warden, Gray, he's like the sour old man. Oh, uh, I so actually, uh, Alistair. Oh yeah, he's he's all right. He makes you laugh. He's he's a, a pretty good uh, option for for Dragon Age. Does he show up in Inquisition? I think Alistair has a. Uh, maybe I think, not. I think he's king, isn't he? Isn't he king in Inquisition? I think depending yeah. on your choices, he can be. Or maybe I'm thinking. Yeah. Of, maybe I'm thinking of Dragon Age Two. I keep forgetting there's another Dragon Age. Blackwall. That's the guy I was thinking of. Blackwall. I don't. Even, I don't know if I know who that is. He doesn't even have a section on the Inquisition Wikia. Blackwall. Oh, there he is. I remember. I recognize this guy. I I really liked him because he was the only one who wasn't cutesy. He was always just kind of depressed and unhappy. Yeah. I hate my really life. Did, yeah, it really did it for me. Just like that. <laughs> okay, I like his beard. It's a pretty good beard, right? I'd tug on that beard. Best video game beards. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, this is still sexual. Women like a beard, so uh, Tor- we're still on topic. Torbjorn from Overwatch. Ooh, yeah, that's a good beard. Trevor in GTA Five grows some pretty sick beards. <laughs> yeah, he can. <laughs> I always do the handlebar mustache room because it feel it feel like it fits. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, but but Michael is right. He's got some uh, he's got some pretty wily beard moments. He looks. He's got. He definitely has good old, like crazy hermit beard in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I can't think of uh, any other good beards. Yeah, drawing a bit of a blank here. I think we exhausted all of our good beard options. Okay, a follow up question: Which video game character needs to have a beard? Like the next game they come out with needs to like mature up and get and have a beard. Ooh, you know mm. what? I might add it to my list of good beards. Uh, Joel from The Last of Us. But hey. I, I think he needs to double up on it and grow it out like real long. Like real old man beard. Yeah, it'll be more fitting for his kind of mentor status in The Last of Us 2. All right. Well, I think mine is I want old Link with a nice beard. <laughs> or, or vice versa, old Zelda with a nice beard. <laughs> Link, I'm going to see if someone's drawn this. Link with beard. It comes right up. As soon as I type B, it's like Link with beard. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here he is. Uh, he also has an eye patch. Is that a problem? No, that's even cooler. Uh, this this picture is not going to load. Um, so I guess you'll never get to see what Link with beard looks like. I think I, I, think I found it. Is it a really crappy picture? Yeah, it's not. It's not very good. It, it's clearly drawn by like a child. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> In fact, yeah, let's just have regular. Let's have young young Link with a beard. <laughs> oh, here, inexplicably. Here we go. Uh, check this one out. How's that? Yeah, see that would work. Link with beard. Maybe maybe a little bit younger. He looks like he's in his sixties. Like I'll take a forty year old Link with a beard. 
There's some, there's some really terrible ones. If you don't have anything to do right now, I want you to Google Link with Beard and just look through the images. Because, uh, man, some of these are absolutely awful. Hey, here's a good one. And a lot of them are just the guy from Good Mythical Morning, who actually had a pretty good Aww. beard. Not bad. A little scrappy. But all things considered, I think he did all right. What about you, Michael? Who, who would be a game character do you want to have a beard? Nathan Drake would look good with a beard. I almost Ooh. said Nathan Drake. Uh, yeah. I'm, he, I'm honestly surprised he hasn't had one. He could he could rock a good beard. And again, I wonder if this is something where when I search for it, I'm going to find it. <laughs> Nathan Drake with beard. By the way, my new favorite thing to do is to type a video game character into Google with the word cosplay and the word fat. I <laughs> oh, see his stubble. His stubble makes it look like he'd have a great beard. Yeah, you can tell he's gonna get a good beard someday. I mean, uh, that, there's no, there's no patchiness there. That's that's full oh, on awesome beard. Oh, can I put John Marston in the good beard group? Yes, John Marston has a good beard. That's quality. And to commemorate this, I'm gonna type John Marston fat cosplay. <laughs> And I know I'm going to love whatever I get. Oh, I am so disappointed. No one has, no person who has cosplayed as John Marston has been over 300 pounds. Aww. That is immensely disappointing. To make up for this, I'm going to have to search for Ezio fat cosplay. This one makes me laugh. Who'd you find? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, here, here we go. Here we go. Wait, I'm gonna. We won't be sharing that one. Ooh, this one. This one, I got like a a warning. <laughs> it's too sexy. It's like, hey, maybe you shouldn't click this. My browser like stepped in. He's like, I gotta stop this. <laughs> uh, here you go. I so- I like any I like any cosplay where the person is clearly wearing jeans. <laughs> Under, underneath their outfit uh, there you <gasps> go wait Jared hold the phone <laughs> ooh that's pretty good you want a fat Marston here's fat Marston did you do it I oh found... you did it I'm so happy he's not fat he's not quite fat enough but he's close he's getting there he'll be there in a few years he's getting so there. listener you can tell we've run out of things to talk about <gasps> he's got another one and it's photoshopped. To, Ooh. to make him less fat? Nope. <laughs> but he's fighting a cougar. Oh, damn. Look at, look at that. <laughs> look at that power stance. <laughs> <laughs> <This is> it. <laughs> That's a hell of a picture. That is, that is a hell of a picture. I... It's too mean spirited to share that on the site, but I, I really love that picture. If you want to find it, just go to John Marston cosplay, and you'll find it eventually. Oh boy, John Marston cosplay. All right, well, uh, wonderful. That was that was quality. What? Uh, here, let, let's let's end the podcast by uh, offering a sincere recommendation. So, who's your recommendation that people look for a fat cosplay of? Mm. 
I have a personal favorite uh, that I think that you should look for, and it's Master Chief. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Uh, go look at pictures of Fat Master Chief. <laughs> uh, oh, here I got I got to share this. <laughs> oh man! I mean, again, like there's nothing wrong with being fat. Just know your limits, and your limits are right here. Oh wow! <laughs> I also really enjoy Fat Cortana. <laughs> That's the added bonus. You get a Fat Cortana. I want a fat, fat Kratos from God of War. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a rough one. Because uh, then you got to have your shirt off for that one. <laughs> hey, that does not stop people. Let's see, fat Kratos. Yep, there, <laughs> there he is. This guy's, this guy's not even very fat, <laughs> but he still shouldn't have dressed as Kratos. <laughs> there you, if you go. Search- <laughs> yep that that's the Kratos I remember from the games with the sunglasses. <laughs> sunglasses. I don't remember Kratos having so many chains. <laughs> I'm sure. It, well, his, his weapons are tied to chains. Oh, okay. Those are the, the tiny little things he has on his back. I'm not sure about the kilt. The kilt is questionable. Um, again, like you know, maybe just don't be him. This guy that we're looking at, he'd make a great Barry Burton. <laughs> There's there's a good point. There's cosplays for like thicker folk. Like you can do it. Even even the bigger ladies, they have that one lady from Borderlands. From Borderlands, sure, why not? Well, I mean, again, this guy's not really all that fat, but he just he's got a build that's closer to Barry Burton than than fucking uh, Kratos. Things with if you want to cosplay as Kratos, you need to be ripped as fucking shit. Yeah, like. I can't pull off a Kratos cosplay because I don't got no six pack. Yeah, that's it's part of the issue. All right, Michael, who's your who's your fat cosplay recommendation? Well, it's not even a video game, but I still love the four hundred pound Rick from Rick and Morty that I saw at PAX. <laughs> <laughs> Memory of that guy just makes me laugh every time. Oh man, fat Wait, I... Rick and Morty cosplay. Let's see if we can find a good one. Oh shit! Yeah, there's a there's plenty. So it's being done. I want to. I actually want a really fat Morty. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> uh, here's a female Morty. There's something I didn't know. I didn't want to see. All right. I think that that puts us in a good place to to uh, say farewell. Um, any final thoughts? Do you have a fat Vash the Stampede? Yeah, that's actually that. That was I think that was what started the whole thing. Was I accidentally saw like fat Vash, and I loved it so much that I that I just whenever I'm feeling like a little down, I just type a popular character and fat cosplay. Because that just weird red trench coat is not going to be very nope. Uh, not 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 flattering to a large person. Nope, it it doesn't work. Uh. Did did you actually look at one? I'm trying to find one now. Oh wait, no, that's Inuyasha. Um, which is not awesome. Not not. A, I'm gonna share this. All right, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find it later. Uh, I'll I'll send you an amazing, uh, Vash the Stampede because there's. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is amazing. 
<laughs> pretty great. All right. Fantastic. I think this concludes our uh, Enemy Slime podcast. Best podcast today. to date. Yeah, for sure. Easily. Um, well, you know what? There is one question that we didn't answer, uh, which is it was actually the, the main question I wrote in the topic is, do you, or wait, did I ask this? Do you think that sex can be like, I what's the word I'm looking for? It can be like properly portrayed in video games. Like, can it be done real, true justice? I think you could argue that film has done it, right? I think I think we'll get there. I think at some point everyone will just be like, okay, there's some games have sex, and everyone will, it will it will stop being a thing. And I think once it stops being a thing, it, people will approach it better. Once it stops being a novelty, you mean? Yeah. Like one, once okay. there's no like every single time there's sex in a video game, it spawns fifty thousand articles about the such and such. Although maybe we're in a point in this they were it's going to spawn that just forever, and this is just life now. If anything, I think we're going to go back to the worse. point where film sex is unacceptable. Ooh, God, how that's an exciting thought. And book sex. Oh yeah, we'll we'll have to any read. depictions of consensual sex will be outlawed. We'll have to read book sex, and it'll be our only method. I like it. All right. Well, hey, if you enjoyed our podcast today, uh, we know why. Yeah, we know why. Maybe go subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, Google Play. We're on all those services for your podcast needs. Go check out our website. It's enemyslime.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at The Enemy Slime on both of those services. (laughs) And I think with that, we are out. See you later. We love you, fat cosplayers. Mm -hmm. They make the world go round.